Yeah! It is Masters Week. It is Championship Night. It is Lakers are going to be the number one seed in the Western Conference. Yes. There's a there's a lot going on right now. There's a lot. How is uh how's Houston now? Oh, it's just fine here, Travis. Thank you for asking. I appreciate you asking. Um, no complaints, buddy. Things uh, so far are so good. I like how Morales laid it out there. Pretty good weekend. Not a bad weekend. Got to be honest with you. Uh, let's just say if I could have scripted it any better, I could not have scripted it any better. But um, still a lot of you know, still a lot going on here. We got another one tonight, so I, I can't. I'm already the final four is over. Okay, I've moved on. <laughs> <laughs> I have moved on to uh, the championship game tonight. <laughs> championship game tonight. No, it, it, it's uh, it's it's been awesome. It really has. It's been incredible. It's it's kind of a little bit surreal, um, but uh, it, it's been. It's been pretty damn special couple of days. To kind of mix in yesterday was so random too that the Lakers were playing in Houston. It kind of mixed that one in. We got a lot. You tell me where you want me to start. I don't, I, I don't even know I, where to start. I want you I, I to know. give me the scene setter. I want I want you to go all the way back to Friday night. I want okay. you to go all the way back to when after I told you that the Lakers would beat the Timberwolves convincingly, which they did. You should listen to me when I tell you these things. <laughs> that after that happened and you had to scoot to get to the airport, take me through that moment until where we are right now. Okay, so uh, finished the post-game show Friday night. Um, probably, I think we finished like 8.30, something like that. So my flight was 11 p.m. out of LAX. I was going to leave directly from LA Live and go straight down there. Lakers did their work. Minnesota, game done, post-game show done. I'm heading over to LAX. Um, get right down there. Kind of had a, let's say, hour to spare or something along those lines. Get on the flight. Shout out Spirit Airlines. Um, seats don't recline. I'm going to tell you that right now. We talked about that a little bit earlier. Well, spirit. then you didn't have to make a decision. Yeah, there was no decision was made to be for made. You. That, no that actually, it's nice of them to take one of those decisions off the table for you. Have you have to pay extra money to put your chair back. <laughs> yeah, because that's what Spirit yeah. No, everything was extra money. You want some water? They, uh, they went down with the cart, right? And just telling everybody, water, snacks. People are like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure, I'd love some water. And they're like $4, $8, $12. And then everybody just kept giving the water back and saying, I'm good actually I, yeah. I don't want any water um so get literally no sleep on the plane because i can't fall asleep on a plane so it's mm. about three hours long arrive in houston around uh let's see central time 4 30 in the morning so 2 30 our time 4 30 <laughs> in houston okay yeah from houston get the uber to about a let's say 35 minute drive to the vrbo that we're staying at Walk in about 5.15 in the morning into the VRBO. Try to get a little bit of shut-eye for a few hours. And Did you uh, get some? Yeah, I got – actually, I, I got probably a good four hours or Okay, so. that's not bad. I mean, it's not, so, not something you want to do 10 days in a row, but that's okay. one night, that's not so bad. So we had – so our, our setup for Saturday was um, – was kind of I think I had mentioned too. I was going to go to the official San Diego State pregame that they had put together, mm-hmm. right? So that means the band was going to be there, the the cheerleaders were going to be there. Like they were going to it was it was their official pregame party. Probably had a couple thousand people and this is where NRG Stadium is. Next to it is like I don't know if you want to call it. I, I, I don't know if it's part of, you could almost like part of the convention center or something like that, but it looks something similar to that. So they have this huge room that's just for San Diego State Aztecs. Um, all you can eat, all you can drink. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and when you have a two-hour span, I don't know how you guys are. 
I like to take advantage of things like that. <laughs> how like much have... of a, how much of an advantage did you take? Like, did did you get? Were you properly um, motivated by the time that you walked into NRG, or did you still need to get more motivated once you were inside the building? First of all, I'm probably never going to have an egg roll again. I had seven <laughs> of them, seven of them in there, just little uh, the, their little walk up area. Yeah, um, bro, it was it was a let's just say they were not they poured really really well and i like bourbon that's not exactly probably the drink of choice going into a final four i I had plenty of makers mark before i stepped one foot into nrg stadium um so let's just say we did good on that front and then from there once i got into nrg rolls and bourbon that's not what i was expecting any Any other things that are like not sushi and linguine and clams no, that's actually what they had on the, the menu. Said yes. egg rolls and bourbon as we walked in. That's that. That was their selling point. Um, once I got into NRG, lot of San Diego State fans. There's a lot of San Diego State fans that are here in Houston. Um, I don't know if that's too big of a shock or a surprise. Obviously, never been to the Final Four, but neither had FAU, neither had Miami, UConn. This is you know something that they do, but state very well represented. T Raj. Our seats, so section, I think, 128 to 134 is basically your San Diego State section. Okay. Okay? So on the other side, Miami had it. FAU was on the opposite corner. Connecticut would be to our right, let's say. So Were you behind the basket with everybody, Slee? Is that the spot that you were in? So that's just students there. Okay. We are... If this, if you're sitting where the students were, we're to the right of them. Okay. And they had that whole section from there. Gotcha. Okay? So... Our seats were perfect in the sense that, um, first off, the seats aren't bad. And second of all, you're, it's only San Diego State fans. So everybody kind of has – there's a similar vibe all the way through that's in your section. So game tips off. Um, there's a – you know, I, I mentioned the vibe is great, but then as the game starts going on, it kind of changes a little bit, they right? They got off like, to such a good start and then not when so they were good. Up, when they were up 14-5, yeah. I was ready. I'm like, FAU fans, you guys should start <laughs> – go to the exit here. Pack it up. This thing's a wrap. Um, no, they did. They, they got off to a good start, but by the time the game just progressed, there were a lot of times where I just was the only one in the section just sitting, contemplating life and saying, you know, this is it. This is probably where it's going to end here. <laughs> it's going to end right here. Um Game kind of progressed. Emily and I were talking a little bit about this. It's not like it's not like San Diego State went on a run and it's like they're down fourteen and it's only two. It took a second, right? It, it took thirty-eight offensive rebounds off forty-five missed free throws because <laughs> they can't hit a free throw if their life. Yeah, then it's on not it. their strong suit. But it took a second, and then you know it's like all of a sudden you're looking up. It's like it's a six-point game. It's a it's a four point game. It's a two point game. Even when they came back and tied it, FAU came back, but then it just came down to that final possession. And there was, if there's one thing, and God bless the final four in college basketball. I don't know how many timeouts they have, but I feel like each side has forty. Each side has fourteen timeouts, and then the refs have seven in their pocket as well. <laughs> kind of kills. I mean, it kind of kills the momentum of the game. To it be does. honest with you, yeah. um, but final possession. FAU's got the ball. It's a one-point game where we were, and it's you know, there's kind of everybody's talking to each other. Uh, do you foul? Do you not foul? Is that big man going to be in for FAU? Do you foul him? Do you not? Why? Why are San Diego State letting so many, so much time run out the clock? Don't you want to extend the game? And then it's like, bam, 
the the play starts. FAU has the ball, goes up for a layup, misses it, and then it's just like complete silence in, in the San Diego State section. It's <laughs> you, you're calling a timeout, right? No, <laughs> yeah, I'm right. not calling a timeout. And then it's seven, and it's six, and it's five, and you know Butler, God bless him, but he was he, he didn't know where to go, so he goes towards the corner, and then. It's a three, two, and the only thing I got in my head, I'm like, I don't know if he's going to get a shot off in time. Right. I hope he just shoots the damn ball towards the basket. <laughs> um, by the time that happens, I mean, almost in, you can't, you can't. By the time it leaves his fingers, there's literally what it's like one second left, something Tops, along those lines, under probably like point eight. And Trev, it was such nylon. I mean, you didn't <laughs> hit great. Nothing. Nothing. And the entire section, no one kind of, they didn't know what to do or react. It was like everyone <laughs> wants to cheer, but you're saying, did that just happen? Do you have to review, do this? And then maybe two seconds after that, the place just <laughs> freaking erupts, and it erupts for like 20 minutes. Just incredible, brother. I mean, honestly, just incredible. Yeah, it, it, I mean, I, I'm, I'm glad you told the story. It was so much fun to watch it on TV because everything that you're saying that you were experiencing in the arena watching it is exactly the same experience we were having watching it on TV, which is you're going to foul, right? You got to foul. You got to foul. They're not making – you got to foul. And then that doesn't happen. And then they get the rebound. You're like, okay, call timeout. There's like, what, 11 seconds or so? There's a lot of time to set up a shot. You thought once they got it off ha- across half court, they'd call timeout so they could set it up again so they could get uh, Bradley back into the game, the one guy that was actually making some yeah, shots. 20 when points. He yep. wasn't missing a bunch of shots. And then Butler just kind of goes one-on-one, creates a little – space and knocks it down and as the ball's in the air you're like i can't believe that's their final yeah like you 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 went from what a terrible end of game sequence and you heard the coach say after i saw him interviewed with reese davis yesterday that i told the guys in the timeout that if we get a stop and they miss we're not calling timeout go down there we're going to get a shot and the idea was maybe shoot it a little earlier in case you get a miss and a putback and those sorts of things but it was just perfect it, I mean, he created some space with that hard move to the left. He goes up. He lets it go. And again, no disrespect to Butler or anybody else on San Diego State. They don't shoot particularly well. So when they take a shot, you're just kind of crossing your fingers. That it, and it was perfect. It could not have been executed any better. Ball goes through. They win. My phone starts ringing, asking if I can stay until Monday. That <laughs> that is how it went in, in my experience watching. It. That was amazing. That was incredible. Can you please change my flight to Monday or to Sunday morning because I want to stay for Monday? Just uh, just an unbelievable game. I don't know how great it was if you didn't have some San Diego State skin in the game, but it was it was a hell of a lot of fun to watch, knowing that you were there, knowing that uh, uh, Kelly was there. Just just an incredible moment for a school that doesn't have a ton of athletic moments, and now they're playing for the championship. It's it's fantastic. Speaking yeah. of like timeouts, uh, Brian Dutcher was an assistant on Michigan with the, one of the most infamous timeout calls, and so it's kind of funny that he's now in the situation again where he didn't call a timeout and it worked out well. Also, um, he almost uh, was it Butler, right? That's the guy who shot yeah. the mm-hmm. yep. game winner. He almost stepped out of bounds. I've seen like the close up picture it's where close. his like, foot is like this close mm. to the edge. It's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, that's how that's why March Madness is so beautiful and wonderful because stuff like this happens and it's great. Well, I it's it's funny because you mentioned Dutcher. There was a good article, San Diego Union Tribune, and 
there was a moment where he asked the guys, like I said, there was a lot of timeouts called in between, so they had plenty of time to, to have the conversation about it. Hey, if they miss on the other side, do you guys want to call timeout or no? And the players had said no. Now, that that's part of the question, right? You you, you got your offense and your, you got your defenses in, so now you got to go to the basket without your uh, technically your offensive players in. However, on the other side, FAU, okay, they don't have their defensive players in. Listen, if you're running that 10 more times, I don't know what the result is going to be, but the only result you need is a one-point win, and they got it. Just incredible. And, and, and this is the one thing that, and for those who are listening, you probably have a sporting event that you've been to where maybe you have something like this, whether you're at the game or if you're sitting in your living room or you are at the bar. When something like that happens, you just kind of, everyone's, you're connected with everyone without knowing anybody, and there's just this, literally, I'm not kidding, people didn't move from their seats for at least 15 minutes just soaking it in. It was uh, it was incredible. It was one of, one, of, one of the coolest moments of a sporting event I've ever been to. It was great to see, and now they got another one tonight, and what happens next against a team that's just drilling everybody that they go up against? UConn tonight will do that coming up next, but let me remind you this. If you are not lucky enough like Mr. Sliwa to be in Houston for the championship game tonight, you can join Sedano and Cap at the 909 Sports Bar inside the Yamava Resort and Casino for a college basketball national championship watch party that is today at 4 o'clock. You can watch the game, win prizes, meet the glove. Gary Payton, he's going to be there from 5 until 7. Wall-to-wall LEDs, 150-plus screens, 32 craft beers. It is the perfect place to watch championship basketball action tonight. You need to be 21 or over. Please gamble responsibly. So can they finish it off? Can they beat the team that no one's been within 15 points of the entire tournament? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. 
Speaking of, did you watch it? I know, I know you watched it. Yeah, I did. Right? <laughs> I did. Watch did you it. Did you watch it once? Did you rewatch I, it? I saw it twice. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I watched it once. I watched it last night with my friends, and I had to watch uh, Yellow Jackets afterwards because I had to catch up. But I thought it was. Ha- have to is the wrong phrase, but the, I mean, maybe you did. Maybe there's like something that makes you have to, right, but exactly. you, had, you, you got a chance to. Yes, exactly. Yes. My friends wanted to watch it there you go. with me afterwards. Yeah, but... third quarter on my phone. I uh, watched <laughs> the whole success. thing. Checked out and took in a little succession, Al. Yeah. That was your, uh, your Al, your update's coming. I'm not ready. I'm so, not ready. For those who haven't seen it, but there is a karaoke scene. What's your karaoke, your karaoke song is still Take Me Out to the Ball Game? Yep. Always. Oh, Al, what's your karaoke song? Nia Twain? Um, no, what's the... Uh, that's actually a Let's good go one. Girls. What's the one they always play at the Red Sox games? Let's go, girls. Uh, Sweet, Sweet Caroline. Yeah, Sweet yeah, Caroline. That's, a good, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, so you took us right up until the moment where Lamont Butler knocks it down. Everybody goes crazy. You soak it all in in the uh, the arena for fifteen or twenty minutes. What happens after that? So I think I had mentioned this last week. I said that all I wanted to do. Am I asking for too much here? And I was looking at the man above, who's also up there with the NCAA gods. They have they have merged together for this moment. I said all I want to do is just can I enjoy an ice-cold beer, be done with our game, get a chance to go back to my seats, watch a little bit of Connecticut and Miami, and just kick back and appreciate the moment knowing that they're actually playing to try to join or to try to get to the finals against San Diego State. So took a little while to get to that moment. i got to be honest, I kind of didn't leave, leave my seat for a good half hour. And I want to say they don't start their game till. It might have been like 40 minutes in between, something like that, like 40, yeah. 45 minutes in between. Um, that moment happened, and uh, two of my buddies, the other one was kind of roaming around doing whatever he's doing. We went up. They had some great local beers, draft beers, which this was after a couple of ultras during game one. Did you get, a, did you get a St. Arnold in there? That's a local Houston beer that's fantastic. I, I don't know. I don't think it was that. I'm not sure if that's served. It might, it might have been served at NRG. I'm not 100% sure. But um, uh, did exactly that. I literally went as if I had just arrived at the game, got a bag of peanuts, got my ice-cold beer, went down to the seats, uh, kicked back and enjoyed. We only probably stayed for the first half. We stayed a little bit after the, the first half ended of Miami and Connecticut. It just wasn't a game. There wasn't anything there. And then we all went, grabbed some pizza, some wings, and some beer um, down in downtown afterwards. Yeah, so. that second game was a dog. It, it just it was just not fun to, and especially on the heels of the first game. Like you, no matter what happened, it was going to feel anticlimactic because the San Diego State game had such an unbelievable and you know a buzzer beater. Somebody said that it's the first you know win or lose buzzer beater in Final Four, and I don't know how long fifty years, forty years. I don't know what the number was exactly, wow. but mm-hmm. because if you make it, you win; if you miss it, you lose. It was just it was an extraordinary moment. In that second game, there was not a single moment where it felt like Miami was going to win that game. Not, not three minutes into the game, not 20 minutes into the game, not 30 minutes. That game right. was over about a minute and a half into it, which brings us to tonight. San Diego State has a chance to win the national championship, which is just awesome to say out loud. It's just San Diego State has a mm-hmm. chance to win the championship in men's basketball. Mm-hmm. UConn has drilled just about every – they have not had a close call. San Diego State's had – Alabama was close. 
Creighton was close. They've FAU won their last two games by a total of two points. Yeah, it just, I mean, everything is just by on, on a razor's edge. UConn's run through everybody. How you feeling? So let, let me explain it the best I can here, all right? Yes, Connecticut is definitely a heavy favorite. Trav, it's one freaking game. It's one game. I mean, you you, you can go back in, in, in sports, whether it's uh, any sport. It doesn't matter what it is. But if you want to stay in college basketball, we could stay in college basketball. You know how many times one team upsets another team in one freaking game? It's one game. All the so time. when you ask how you're feeling... Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of set this up the best I can. San Diego State doesn't play pretty. San Diego State does not play uh, their style of basketball. I'm sure there's a lot of people who tune into the games and say, "What the hell is this? Who cares? It doesn't matter." And whether you win by an average like Connecticut by 15 a game, or you win by one like San Diego State has done over these last couple of games. I don't think it matters. Can I take you back? I'm going to take you back here real quick. This is the best comp that I have. 1983, North Carolina State. They were a number six seed in the tournament. Okay, Jimmy Valvano was the coach, and we've seen that highlight a number of different times. They had 10 losses on the year, and they had to win the ACC tournament just to get in to the uh, into March Madness. Right, this is back in 1983. They get in the tournament. They win five games in a row, three of them by two points or less. Okay? Again, this is just the national championship game, so that's the comp that I want to put up here. Um, Everyone kind of was like, hey, you have absolutely no chance. You're going to be taken on Houston. Who was on Houston? Hakeem Olajuwon and Clyde Drexler were on those teams. You had players that were going to go make the NBA. Do you know what the line was for that game, T-Raj? Hit me. Seven and a half. (laughs) A seven and a half point favorite was Houston over North Carolina State, a team that had no reason to be in the tournament, won five games in a row. Every game that they won was close. And I'm going to play a highlight that Taylor has. This is what happened at the end of that game. Down to seven seconds. You can see the time. Wittenberg. Oh, that's a long way. They won it. On the dunk. Three games they won by two points or less. The championship game against Houston, again against Hakeem Olajuwon, against Clyde Drexler, they won by Two points. You just need to win once. So I bring that in. Why not San Diego State? Yes, they've never won it again. Yes, they're an underdog. I understand it. T-Raj, you don't have to go win a seven-game set. you got to win one. They need to win one, and what they do works really well against teams that like to score like UConn. They make the game ugly. They make it muddy. They make it physical. They, they don't. When they were down 14 to FAU, yeah, the, the the way that you usually come back from a fourteen point deficit is to get hot and make a bunch of shots, right? That you start to knock down a bunch of threes and start to click in to that lead. That's not how they do. What they do is they make you go four and a half, five, five and a half, or in the case of FAU, six and a half minutes where you don't score a field goal. 
You might get a free throw here and there, but we're not going to give up a basket for That's the same thing as making a bunch of threes. They just lock you down. They get a bunch of offensive rebounds. They're still shooting their own, you know, 35 or 40% or whatever it is. They're not making a bunch of shots, but your 0% for five minutes is how you make the comeback. They don't come back by hitting shot after shot after shot after shot. They come back by you missing shot after shot, turning you over, you going to the foul line and not making your free throws. That's how they do it. So, even if UConn gets out to a 10 or a 12 point lead, which, you know, is possible, certainly the UConn's been able to do it, they're still very much in the game. Not because they're going to make four threes in a row, but they're going to make it so UConn goes four minutes of clock time with two points and both of them from the free throw line. That's what they've been so good at. That's what they did against Alabama. It's what they did against Creighton and the best against FAU. They had this long stretch where FAU could, and you could see it. They start to press. They start to take worse shot and a worse shot. And then they start to shoot earlier in the clock that FAU did all the things that you need to do to let a poor shooting team come back into the game against you. And San Diego State does it over and over and over again. They know exactly who they are. Like, what Dutcher did at the end of the game took huge stones. Yeah. Take your best offensive player in Bradley off the court to go big on defense, get a stop, and just hope and that you can create something at the other end because mm-hmm. there's confusion and it's happening fast and it worked. Because had that shot not go in or he had stepped out of bounds, and Emily's right, it was maybe I just a, saw it for a, the first time. a half an inch. maybe less maybe a quarter of an inch from stepping out of bounds if any of those things happen people are screaming like why wasn't your best offensive player on the court why you had timeouts to use why didn't you do it and it worked out perfectly and it doesn't need to work out nine out of ten times or five out of ten times it needs to work out once and the way that they play this physical as they are Ladie going in there and just wailing on guys in the paint and getting offensive rebounds of course they can win tonight look it's uh Connecticut stacked. Connecticut's been great. Just for some context here, Alabama was the number one overall seed in the tournament. SDSU beat them. Um, Creighton was in the Big East and beat UConn back in February. I think they went one on one in their conference games. Um, San Diego State beat Creighton. I'm not. I listen. I get it. I understand. They're seven and point seven and a half point favorites, but I really, really do believe this for the style. Like you mentioned, they play. Just be in the game. And if you're in the game, anything can happen. And um, wh- why we've seen it so many times in sports, and we've seen it in college basketball, these 15s beating twos, this happens. It's not like San Diego State wasn't ranked all year. They were. You just have to win one. That's it. Well, and look, this is not the Houston team. This is a four seed out of a out of a mediocre conference that's hot as a pistol right now. The UConn is super, super hot. This is not a team that's filled with NBA lottery picks. You just got to go out there and do your thing, and, and they certainly have a chance. All right, Lakers, speaking of having a chance, they might be the favorite to beat at this point. Everything's Jeez. coming up Lakers all of a sudden. Pretty good weekend for Slee in uh, Houston. We'll get into the Lakers and where they are in the West and why they might want to just chill out just a little bit that's coming up next it's travis lee 710 espn enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm sign up using code first take and receive up to 1500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business 
And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Slee's got a championship game tonight. The Lakers are winning everything that they look at, but that's not the only thing going on this week. It is also Masters Week, and Slee and I are giving fans a chance to win the ultimate golf and spa luxury experience to Pacific Palms Resort. Here's how you can win. When we tell you to call, you're going to want to call 877-710-ESPN. Not yet. We'll let you know when it's time to call. You'll call 877-710-3776, and you will win a $50 gift card to red restaurant that qualifies you for the grand prize which is of course a two-night stay at pacific palms resort two rounds of golf on two great golf courses two spa treatments and dinner at the red restaurant pacific palms resort la's hilltop hideaway and number one work and play resort book your next getaway at pacificpalmsresort.com i've played a lot of golf out there and that is a pretty good spot so we've got championship week Lakers are just about to slide above the second line, which is good. And you got Masters Week, too, Slee. It's a pretty good week that's right now. That's not bad. Not yeah, bad at all. Not bad. So, we'll take that. Slee, I saw something interesting on social media over the weekend. By the way, I saw that you posted a picture on your Instagram. Loved that. Uh, good for you. But I saw that Scott Kaplan posted a picture on a... Uh, I guess he was like loading on to a private jet to get to Houston. Yeah. And I'm just yeah. wondering, where was your invitation? Was it lost in the mail? Because you have to fly no. Spirit on a red eye. Why didn't yeah, Scott no. Kaplan I, I, invite I, you? I took a photo of the Spirit airline plane as well. Uh, um, on the tarmac, like leading to it, right? Yeah. Not even that, just the tunnel. I also showed <laughs> that I had to check my bag in and that cost me 85 bucks. Um, <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't, let's just say it wasn't as appealing but um, Trav, it, it was the. It's like the car. Do you want you want that Toyota Camry that's just getting you from A to B, or do you want that you know that uh, Bugatti that <laughs> Scott Kaplan was in? I was in the Camry. You know what's funny is that Kaplan being in a in a PJ is the most Kaplan thing ever. Like that he showed up in that thing. It's not like holy smoke, look, Cap found his way out. It's like. Yeah, I, I almost expected him to be in one of those. <laughs> You'll like, be disappointed if he right, took spirit, right. too. Right, That just feels like a Kaplan thing to do, that Slee's and, working yeah. his butt off to get to the airport, to be on a red eye on Spirit <laughs> Airlines, to just barely scrape into this thing. Kaplan's getting a pedicure on, <laughs> on, the, uh, exactly. on the plane. And Kaplan's, you know, I, I picture like the rack of lamb and the chef carving the uh, the meat and serving send, the champagne. Send it back, uh, Scott. <laughs> there's only there's only one chef here. Did you see Kirk? 
Um, okay, so I'll, I'll kind of give you some of the interaction. This was so cool, by the way. Um, met with Cap before the game, just kind of a quick hello. He's got a cool story. Um, you know, he got the tickets from Nance, right? That he got got ended up getting the tickets. Um, and he just, anyways. Long story short, he had fantastic seats. Wait, hold he was on a in. second. Don't just blow by that he got his tickets from Jim Nance. What do you mean he got his tickets from Jim Nance? Do you know the story, or you no. don't know it? Okay, so he actually sent me the link because he he sent um, he sends me a text on was it Friday night or Saturday? Oh, it was Friday night. Send me a text Friday night. He's like, "Hey, I'm going." I'm like, "Awesome. Let's meet up when you're you know before the game." And he sends me this link. And the link is, um, you know, he does a showdown in San Diego as well. A lot of that he puts on YouTube. And he sent me this link of him and Jim Nance. Just uh, it's a um, it's a video of the two doing you can call it uh, just like we're doing like these zooms, whatever it is. But it's a live stream. Anyways, long story short, and it's like 30 minutes long. And it's him and Jim just talking about this is the final four, the final, final four he's going to do, their history. They've got a good relationship. They've known each other, I think, since 1998, whatever it is. And at some point in their history, Jim had promised Scott Kaplan two tickets to a final four game. Mm. San Diego State ever got there. Oh, okay. So Cap starts telling the story on the radio down in San Diego. He mentioned it too up here on ESPN LA talking about, hey, do I ask Jim yes. <laughs> about this game, whatever the case is? And they're doing this all through the, through the live stream. So Jim and him are going back and forth. And at one moment, Grant Hill walks by, and Jim says, hey, do you still have those two tickets that you said that I can have because I'm, if I'm going to do it? And Scott's telling him, well, I can't tell you 100% I'm in. And Jim's giving him, hey, I got to know by 7 o'clock Pacific time <laughs> Because if it's not you, I'm gonna give them to you know to sure. other people, whatever cases. So that's kind of the story about how Scott got there and how he got to sit where he sat. He was only a few rows behind where Jim sits, you know, for the broadcast. Um, but so it's it's a really cool story. So I just I mentioned that because there is a backstory to it. Met up with Cap Kirk. I was at the official pregame San Diego State thing that I mentioned when we're walking to the game. I just hear somebody, Slee! It's Kirk. He's feeling good. Um, got a chance to meet up with Kirk. How many bourbons for him? Um, I don't think he had... Did he have bourbon? I don't think he had... He had some he alcoholic beverage. <laughs> yeah, he was... And the great thing is, wherever we were, whatever we were drinking, we could take all the way up to the stadium. So we had some time to walk and to drink, so that's that's always nice. Um, so saw Kirk, saw Cap. Sedano, I didn't know was going to be there. You know, obviously, for the yeah, Miami... Miami guy, yeah. The Miami side of things, I didn't know it was going to be there. During the game, right before the game winner, Sedano texts me, where are you sitting? Um, and in my head, I'm like, George, I'm about to go through you know, withdrawal <laughs> here. Just give me, a, give me a second here. So we didn't meet up, but we texted during the game. And then I'm getting an Uber to leave NRG Stadium. We get in the Uber. I see Sedano and um, say hello to him. He's like, where are you going? I'm like, downtown. Sedano hops in our Uber, and then our, our Uber, and we spend 20 minutes talking together on the way there. So kind of ran into a few, you know, a lot of ESPN LA people, but we ran into a few people. What did you there. do downtown? Downtown was where we got the uh, pizza and beer. Oh, okay. Yeah, just kind of a simple spot, just slices this, get wings, beer, and it was kind of perfect post game. And then you had a Laker game on top of all this. Just by, you know, good luck or whatever, the Lakers are in Houston at the same time. You go, they they have a nice, comfortable, easy win last night. AD yeah. looks amazing. LeBron 
Looks like he's not feeling any ill effects from the foot injury, uh, other than D'Angelo not playing. You know, they're they're just everything that could be going the Lakers' way right now is going the Lakers' way. They're in the seventh spot, but they're only a half game out of the five spot. They're a half game out of the six. They're a half game out of the five, five and six. Clippers and Warriors are tied with each other right there. Yep. And look, you want to get above that line if you can. They're in the best of the bad spots, right? They're in seven, which means you get two home games to win one. That's the best be- That's the best spot that you can be in if it ended today, as far as the bad spots go. Six gets you Sacramento. Yep. That's really, really appealing. Five gets you Phoenix. I don't know if you're dying to get into the five and get that right out of the shoot, but the, the 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 way that this lays out all of a sudden is so interesting because not only are you in a good spot playing wise, but you are in a spot where you can almost I don't want to say pick your poison five or six, but you're going to have an opportunity to maybe get not only out of the play and altogether, but maybe get a draw that you're looking at and feeling pretty good about if they can stay at that six spot. Okay, so everyone's collapsing around them, okay? So the Mavs, remember when we used to talk about the Dallas Mavericks? Yeah, Yeah, they're done. Utah has decided two weeks ago, we have no interest. We don't want to be a part of the play-in. Oklahoma has lost two in a row. Minnesota lost yesterday at home against the Portland Trailblazers. No Damian Lillard, no Nurkic, no Anthony Simons, no Jeremy Grant. Um, they have they've now lost three in a row. The only two teams winning, which is kind of funny, the Lakers and the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. If you remember, Trav, two weeks ago, both of those both of those teams were like eleven, twelve. It was something like that. Okay, both of those teams are now winning games. I think they've both won seven of their last ten. Now both of them are seven, eight. And, and trying to kind of jump into that, uh, you know, obviously that top six. If you want me to simplify it, I'll simplify it. If the Lakers win the final four games of their schedule, they are the number five seed in the Western Conference. Yep. Okay. If Which they, I don't think they want to be. <laughs> well, here, here's let, – let, let me – it's actually it's – a, it's a very good question. I'm with you. I, I'm not I'm – not, if you get a chance to play the Sacramento Kings in the first round or you get a chance to play the Phoenix Suns with Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, um, I think it's obvious of who you would prefer to play. But i got to be honest with you. I don't think the Lakers, maybe I'm wrong here, are going to be in the preference business. If they, they could control something on their own as well. If they beat the Utah Jazz coming up on Tuesday... That means the Lakers and the Clippers have the exact same record going into Wednesday's game against the Clippers at Crypto. Mm-hmm. It's a Clipper home game. After that game, they play the Phoenix Suns. So even if they won these next two games and now are in the top six, you play Phoenix on it's the second to the last game of the season. Well, if you really don't want to play the Phoenix Suns, then don't beat the Phoenix Suns. But I don't think the Lakers are going to shy away from anything. And I'm not telling you that's the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do. But I think the Phoenix Suns are also saying to themselves, hey, we'd kind of also prefer to play a different team than the Los Angeles Lakers right now. Ashley coming up next, 877-710-ESPN. If you want to get in on the phone, 877-710-ESPN. They got some Houston questions, Slee. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710-ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. It is pretty wild, Al, that it is a championship, asks Lee. That, that, when, when we were getting close to the tournament and we knew yeah. San Diego State was going to be in it because they're the best team in that league. And, but, you know, they're kind of they're good, not great, like a lot of these college basketball teams. That, and you were saying, look, get, win a tournament game, get to the Sweet 16, and now all of a sudden you're a few hours away from being national champions. Boy, it's hard to wrap your head around quickly. that. Well, I'll tell you this, too. I, I think there's – and naturally I think this comes up. Oh, you know, you made it to the Final Four. Or actually not this. You made it to the Sweet 16. You're good. You made it to the Final Four. You're good. And I understand that. But, Trav, how many times have we seen it, man? Anyone can win one game. You You're know, making you get- it sound like they're the biggest underdog in the history of the world. UConn's a four seed. This is not the second coming of Carolina in the 80s. I don't want to make it sound like that, but no one is talking about San Diego State winning this game. I mean, there really isn't. Seven and a half is a – that's a that's – a, that's a decent line there. You I, don't really see that too often it's a in big, college. It's a big line, but this is not a team that's got three lottery picks on it. This is this is a game well, that San Diego State can absolutely win. Apparently and, to their coach, they have uh, three lottery picks. <laughs> yeah, their, their coach is – that's a whole other category yeah. in and of itself. Let's start right here. Uh, Mello. Well, is, it, is it safe to say there'll be a ton of people – rooting for the underdog tonight oh a ton yeah of people rooting for San Diego and the, State look tonight. unless you're a UConn person who, yeah who cares about UConn right yeah. and and they're they're there they're a familiar brand and they, the on. only thing that kind of changes it is that they're not big they're this is not a team that's got a Ray Allen or a Ben Gordon or, or one of those guys these are Rip Hamilton this is just the guys that are their coach is their most famous player which is always a which is always a bit of a weird deal. Whoops, I lost it. Let's go back to this. This is from Mello, and I had Mello. And there it is. After the shot was made, how long did you black out and not remember anything? Probably a good five minutes. It was just uh, I'm not kidding here. Five minutes. It was just you're looking around. Did that just happen to this? They can't come back out, right? They can't review anything else. Is that done? Get UConn out here. Let them start warming up. Let's make sure that this game is over. I just had, I had to double check everything. Well, it was perfect because there was no did he get it off in time. It was yeah. clearly off yeah. in time. It wasn't even really that close. He let it go. The ball's halfway in the air. Yeah. The red light comes on, and then bang, and it was just absolutely perfect it was fantastic here's john he says uh help solve a debate hashtag asli okay do you use grass and turf interchangeably because my wife does and i want to prove to her or to prove to my kids that dad is right they listen to the show she doesn't so no harm in being right here slee okay do i use do you use grass and turf so basically, you have the artificial grass, and then you have real grass. Is that is that yeah? The, grass is grass, question? and turf is plastic. I would always, and this is somebody that doesn't have um, 
you know, I, I use my parents' house as an example. My mom for a long time wanted to get artificial turf, and I was always like, guys, why would we get artificial turf? Get real grass. I'm a fan of real grass. If I got the option between the two, I'm getting real grass. I know a lot of people don't want to deal with a headache. They also don't want to deal with the water bills. So they want artificial turf. I'm getting real grass. No, the question is, do you use them interchangeably? Like, for instance, okay. if somebody gets tackled at SoFi, you don't say they got tackled into the grass. If somebody at the oh. Coliseum gets mm-hmm. tackled, you could say, oh, he's driven into the turf. Turf can mean grass and turf. But grass can only mean grass, I, I think, th- is to split that I hair. I think I use them. I would use them both. I think I would use them both. Interchangeable for me. <laughs> so I have an ask Slee from uh, Ramsey. He says, uh, Slee's on a roll this week. Ask him for six random numbers for today's Powerball. So <laughs> sure. six random numbers. Yep. Uh, 18, 11, 27, 4, 9, and 6. All right, guys, get your tickets in. I really hope that that hits and that you don't buy a ticket. <laughs> the, the, those are the two things. Like, that would be amazing if that happened. Uh, 10%, brother. That's all I need, 10%. Bert, does Slee freak out when he gets a please advise email from the boss? <laughs> it's from Bert and Hemet. New name, which I don't recognize, which I always like to see. Welcome, Bert. Uh, I do not. I don't – Okay. Amanda doesn't isn't usually one to send a you know a, a crazy email. It comes this when she does because she doesn't send them often. You pay attention to it, right? I think that's that's a fair one. Amanda's not infiltrating our inbox twenty times a week. That does that is not Amanda Brown. The company, however, will send the you know we have to do those uh, we have to do the classes we have to do whatever class it is, right? You have those tutorials that you have to do. They send those all the time. I'm like, eh, we got plenty of time, so I don't freak out on those. Are you supposed to do those? Because I literally, in the eight years that I've worked at this company, have never done one. Well, you don't use your ESPN email much, right? <laughs> Not very often, no. You are you supposed have... to do them. Yeah. Well, apparently you cannot Apparently you do don't them. have to if yeah, Travis was, hasn't done them in eight years. Say, it's been, it's been uh, eight years last month, so I feel I, pretty good about I it. I do mine, and then I print out the certificate, and I run to Amanda's office. I'm like, Amanda, look, I did mine. <laughs> Travis still hasn't done his. Crypto Ray writes, you got to do one, or yeah. I, I guess it's you can't do one. Mm-hmm. Wash your car for two months or not make your bed for two months. You got to pick one of those two. That's kind of easy. I, I, I'll I'll wait on washing my car. Yeah, the, the bed is. I, I, it feels. I know it's the same amount of time you're using your car every day. It's this that. I still feel like I could be a little bit clean with my car without washing it. Um, the bed. I don't know. I feel like if I didn't do my bed, I feel like I. Uh, I don't, that, like I'm going somewhere where I'm supposed to have my shirt tucked in and I don't have it tucked in. <laughs> I think this is an older person wedding thing, right? Shirt yeah, top. like we're wearing a tank top with it untucked. It's it's weird that as a kid and as a young person, could, you could say to me, you never get to make the bed the rest of your life. I'm like, what do I care? And now all of a sudden I need that thing made every single day or it drives mm. me crazy. Like I just, it's to, when you at the end of the night you go up there, you don't want to look like you just got out of that thing. I need it nice and tight. The car though, can I at least run a vacuum over it? Can I just uh, the outside can get as dirty as you want? But I just just a little vacuum on the on the seats and on the floorboards. I'd, I'd like that to be nice and clean. I could see your kids, both Michael and Bobby, very similar to military training, where they get up early in the morning. They start the sheets are perfect, the bed is perfect, and they say, "Dad, we have done our job." <laughs> yeah, and not they a salute chance. you and they walk out the door. Not a chance. Jacob writes, "What's your go-to breakfast bakery item? Donut, bagel, Danish, or bear claw?" Um, of all of those to pick from, I would take bagel. 
I take bagel. That would be my preference of all of them. I'm not much of a sweets guy um, in the morning. Now, granted, I have also said that I like a sweet with coffee, so I'm kind of contradicting myself here. But if I had to pick between any of those items, uh, a bagel would be my top choice. Of I those. think so too. I think so too. I want the little savory as a. I want to Emily's bagel <laughs> with the eggs and the ham and the sausage or bacon. No, I want and the cheese. one she made for. Oh, uh, her homemade bagels. Her homemade bagels. Yeah, those are pretty. I good. still have some from last week, and they aren't stale yet. So I don't know okay. what that tells you about it, but they taste still did really you good. Put them in a. Are they? Fro- did you freeze them or? No, didn't freeze them. They just have still stayed really fresh. Really? I don't know what how it happened, how but much preservative did you put in there? I didn't put any preservative. It's just flour and it's and listen, uh, yeast and water. If it's two weeks past the expiration date, send them over here. I got it. <laughs> that's Take like, care of it. That, that's one of those weird things. Like when you find a loaf of bread that you've had for a while and it's still fresh after like, you know, eight or nine days. Like there's, that's not supposed to work like that. Bread is, bread is supposed to get stale after a period of time. One more here. Would you rather the Aztecs win their first tonight or the Lakers okay. never win another ring? That's a tough choice. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Lakers are always going to win championships. So I'm right now I'm focused on San Diego State University getting their first title. And even if the Lakers don't win, the Lakers went 10 years without winning one, and the conversation was, well, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense here. And then they went ahead and won one in 2020. So uh, it, it's, a, it's a little loaded question because you know they're going to win again. They're, they're going to San Diego State. This Look, who knows what happens right. after no, this. No, this could be it. This could be your. Oh, this could be the greatest opportunity your school ever has to win a national championship. Period. It could also be the beginning of a little run. Yeah. It could be where all of a sudden, look, transfers are going to want to come in. They built this team on transfers. Maybe you're going to the Pac-12 before too long. You get a little sexier conference along the way, and this could be the beginning of you know what we did go to the Final Four a couple of times in ten years. That's but not Tra- totally out of the question, Trev. But even good schools, good programs. Uh, When's the last time Arizona was in a final four, right? Like, it just – sometimes you might – you can go easily 15, 20 years before getting back. All right, the Dodgers opened up their season with four against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Some big takeaways after just four games. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.